The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. Well, Izzy Thomas, thank you so much for um, dedicating the time to come and chat with us um, this afternoon. Pleasure. You've been incredibly busy over the last few months, even though we've all been locked down. <laughs> um, you've just released a brand new single. Yes, uh, everybody wants something. And what's that about? Um, it's it's just a really honest song, scarily honest song about um, just like something that I was going through a few months ago. Um, like I was having uh, a lot of anxiety over something, and um, and that's where that's where the line comes uh, in the in the chorus. I think I forgot how how to breathe, because <laughs> um, um, that's just how I was feeling at the time honestly and I think living in a um such a like a hustle and bustle um dog eat dog city like London or any big city um it can just get a bit like a bit heavy sometimes and I think that so many people just forget to breathe you know like because <clears throat> we're just taught to like study then work have more coffee and then work until we die pretty much um and i think we all just forget to to breathe sometimes which is the most basic simple thing that a human uh could do um but we like you know we we forget to do that <laughs> which is um which is a bit crazy so i just wrote a song about that it sounds like it's still quite raw for you yeah i mean Man, um, doing doing this single release. I mean, the um, so th this is the first single that has been like home produced. So uh, me and my partner in crime, Quentin Rowland, um, produced it. Um, we, we actually co-wrote it, and then um, it was just really long, like getting the right producer for it, um, because yeah sometimes like people want to produce me like a band and blah 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 um and and then quentin was just like you know what give it here so um he just like he just ended up producing it <clears throat> and um you know would sit in sessions and go through like sounds and samples and stuff and be like oh yeah i like that um and yeah it just became this thing um, but like, obviously when you're self-producing something for the first time, like it's, it's such a long process. Must have been quite intimidating, uh, eh? Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was definitely a journey, yeah. but I think the journey, uh, made the song what it is now. Absolutely. Um, and I was also thinking, because you're chatting about something that's so personal and so involved in part of you, did you feel almost like you were sharing a secret? yeah it's um when people heard it yeah my my um my, my parents haven't heard it yet <laughs> oh wow okay um and i think it's gonna be like a a real eye-opener for people i mean i always like to be i always like to be transparent you know i wear my heart on my sleeve and but i, I think people that are used to seeing the izzy like um on stage like windmilling my hair and going crazy and you know I come off and people are like oh you look so confident blah 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 um 
as like I'm sure that they say to um, so many other musicians um, but then those musicians go home and then they have like a um, it's almost like an alter ego on stage it's like a, a different side of you and then you know when you come off you're like the the like the the person who goes home and eats rice cakes you know what I mean <laughs> um, so I think it's it's nice to just um, remind people that you're human every once in a while. Everybody wants something from me. Everybody wants something from me. Yeah. Don't think I have anyone to give.
The Alpha Sessions with Emma Joyce. Quite topically, um, the proceeds for the track are going to a mental health charity. Why did you decide to do that? Because um, it would just feel wrong. Just it was. It would just feel wrong to um, to profit like a hundred percent from something that um, could be actually helping like other people with um, with who are experiencing issues with their mental health. And I just really wanted to do something that was like directly helping. So, um, like I've uh, teamed up with a charity, um, and then there's a, another organisation um, that I'm I'm promoting called So Happy in Town. Um, and yeah, you, you can probably see like a, a picture of me online with the with the So Happy in Town yeah. uh, T-shirt with the nice, with yeah. the initials. <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm just trying to do what I what I can so that it's not all like about me, because <laughs> um, it is something that I um, I really believe that I'm so happy that more people are talking about now. It it wasn't it wasn't a thing like when when I was in school or um, it just wasn't a thing that people spoke about. Like if you were going through stuff or if anyone in my class was going through stuff like even I didn't understand it um people are just labeled as like crazy but then um I think like now um now that it's like being spoken about in the in the pop culture hallelujah <laughs> it's something that everyone's experienced now we can all actually speak about openly hallelujah man do you think um as a musician and I guess because we're all in this weird pandemicness where people are spending a lot of time on their own, do you think that makes you more susceptible to it? Um, I don't know. Like, um, for me, the the whole thing with the with the pandemic, um, because this song was written like a um a little bit before the pandemic, but then it was produced during the pandemic. Um, in lockdown, um, I think it's it's different for it's different for different people. You know what I mean? Like for me, the, the lockdown was actually a um, a nice chance to um, to learn more about like home recording and recording my voice because I was like um, before the lockdown, I was just busy running like here to there, up and down the country to these bloody gigs and without having like, and always putting off like what I'd always wanted to, um, to learn. And, but like, since the, since the lockdown, I've been able to, I've actually had time to collaborate with different people, um, like overseas, which has been really, really cool. And yeah, just learn different things. So it was a, a breath of fresh air for me. Um, I can't speak for other people. Maybe it's had the opposite effect on like, some people because they I mean I, I thrive off performing live I really do but it's nice to have a break <laughs> I wanted to chat to you also about your influences um what's really awesome about your tracks is um just how versatile they are and how oh. like when I listen to them on Spotify or other streaming services um there's some tracks that hone in on your vocals like so much 
and then others that hone in on your vocals but also quite like alternative and full band soundish yeah well. um is that like an intentional thing or is that just how it happens for you just how it happens like um i um i would say that like, i'd you know, I'd be the first to tell you, like, I'm totally an alternative artist. I'm not like a, a commercial, like, la 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 kind of <laughs> um, um, singer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so for like, for me, it's, it's nice to just change things up, like every once in a while, I, I'll still have like my stamp, um, my voice. Cause like, I think no matter what I sing on, like, I still have the the Izzy Thomas tone, you know, oh. like I don't know Katy Perry or Sting. If, if they if they sing the if they sing out the Yellow Pages, without even looking at them, you'll know it's them. Yeah. Um, so I like to think that whatever I do, I still have the Izzy Thomas stamp. But I just like to um, I like to be very very open minded with my music, um, with some of the new stuff that I've been produced like that I've been co-writing. Um, there's like lots of elements of trap meets rock. Um, we've really been diving more into that because like I love um, I love hip hop trap and I love rock. They're both aggressive, but in a different, um, yeah. you know, in a different way. And- Such a great fusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's really, really fun for me. Um, but then I also have, have the soft side with like say with with this single um everybody wants something it's it, it's a it's a soft song for me <laughs> um and it's just really it's really nice just to mix things up your voice we chatted about it a little bit earlier um but there is a very distinct sound to it how do you keep it sounding so good what do you do to care for it oh thank you um <laughs> well um, what I do, I have like this, I have this straw where um, I basically like blow into a, a large cup um, and I'll, I'll do my lip trills. Um, so I'll do like some straw exercises, some lip trills and... Um, Is that every day? What, yeah, I'll, I'll just keep it warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, if even if I'm not gigging, it's good just to keep it warm and like always be prepared. Like sometimes I've done like very last minute like live gigs on Instagram and Facebook. So, yeah. Who's on your uh, current playlist right now? I'm I'm really digging Donna Missal, Bishop Briggs, um, Jacob Banks. And, oh, he's like, amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's sick. Um, a lot of a lot of independent music as well, um, just from like on the scene around me. Where would you say you get your inspirations from? So it it started initially when um, like when I was I was younger and my dad would play records, I'd um, I'd sing along to those, and then as I got older, um, there was like everyone from Destiny's Child to um to like Lenny Kravitz uh Christina Aguilera like really huge vocal inspiration Christina Aguilera um Pink and yeah just loads of artists like that 
Um, I wanted to talk to you also about a couple of other tracks um, that you released this year, I think. Um, Mad and Fun. Yeah, um, yeah, that was really cool because that's um, that was like a, a bit softer than Trouble, but it still had the like the attitude. Um, and 
yeah, that was that was really fun to release because people were like, oh, <laughs> um, this is this is different from Trouble, but it still flows. Yeah, and we like. Pardon? Yeah, um, we shot this music video. It was so much fun. I just got to smash things up. It was Amazing. so much fun. Um, a lot of work. It was literally just me and my mates, um, and then a um, like a videographer that I was working with for the music video. We just set up these like white mannequins. Um, had to drill holes in the heads to so that we could hang them from the ceiling. And then at the end, I'd, um, like if you've seen the music video, you'll see me just grab this. Uh, electric guitar and then just smash the hell out of them. That'd it was epic. <laughs> Did that feel amazing? Yeah, definitely, um, definitely a, a good stress release. <laughs> <laughs> um, when it's also chatting about your covers, um, you have quite a few online, and I was wondering what you thought made a good cover. Ooh. I think what makes a good cover is when you can take a song and um, and flip it on its head a bit. So when people say if you picked a really popular song um, and then if you kind of flipped it on its head so it kind of sounds really um, not like that song at all but then the more people listen to it they say oh hey is that actually is that that song? Um, so when you, when you make it different, basically, um, or you could, when you like, you could create a, a medley, an interesting medley. And if you like creating a, an interesting arrangement and mix it with a, like a totally different song, but make them blend. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Amazing. Um, you've also done a couple of live streams, um, and obviously the big thing that everyone is missing right now is gigging, I can imagine. Um, as a listener, I'm missing it, and I know that other musicians, and I assume you are very much so too. Do you think once things go back to normal, things people are going to be live streaming just as much? I think people are going to, um, yeah, there are like going to be live streams but i think that it's going to be less because obviously like every single man and his dog are, are going to be out like we've been hibernating for months so yeah once once those doors are open when i can tour again and so many artists can like people are going to be outside <laughs> so th there's definitely going to be less live streams but th they're still going to be a thing i think um i think the really positive thing about lockdown um and people embracing live streams more is um, is that it's opened so many more doors. Like clothing clothing lines um, have have had like artists. Um, there's basically been promotion for promotion. So clothing lines have been um, having artists perform like live on their stream, and then obviously the artists will be wearing the clothing lines clothes and will be promoting them. So it's been it's been really good for um, different brands and different industries to connect. Um, can we talk about your social media? Um, you have a crazy amount of following. Um, <laughs> like 10 point something thousand. Um, and we chatted briefly at the start of the interview about mental health and I just wanted to know um, how you balance out the kind of the constant stream of information and posting to obviously keep the followers engaged but kind of drawing that line between looking after your mental health, but also still engaging with your fans. 
yeah um so I, I try and get up try and get up early um and i'll like i'll do my admin i'll email the people that i need to email and uh you can actually schedule posts so when you have like a, a block of time um sometimes what i do is i um like i just schedule a post um so like in the morning i'll write a post and then schedule it to come out at like one o'clock or something um when at one i might be like um doing something else <laughs> um like having lunch or something but then the post is still going out there like it's still you know the machine is still rolling <laughs> the, the online machine um and i i do like to go for walks just a really simple thing that everyone should do like just get out of the house um go like go for a walk somewhere where there's a lot of trees um it's nice to just get out of the the concrete kind of walls and just go into a park or a forest take some time for yourself um yeah just really simple stuff and um and just i i find it's it's good to keep yourself grounded and be around family as well if you can so if you were to get a phone call tomorrow and all this pandemic stuff was all over and you were told that you could play in any venue around the world. Um, where would it be? I mean, it could be somewhere that you've played before and you've really loved, or it could be somewhere that you've always wanted to play. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's a, that's a really good question. I like that. You're good. <laughs> um, Not sure about that. Oh man, like I, I do a lot of interviews and then you get questions like what's your favorite color you know oh, what i mean yeah. <laughs> and like so when did you start singing <laughs> there's like all the <laughs> all the really stereotypical questions but yeah good um <laughs> i would love to i would love to perform um in the in the big room at hotel cafe in in los angeles what's it like in there i've never been so it's really cool. Um, I gigged in the in the smaller acoustic room, um, which was really cool because um, people really listen. Um, it's really intimate and it's it's lovely. It's gorgeous, really gorgeous venue. But I'd love to gig in the in the larger room um, because yeah, like you get so many wicked bands there, and it's just a really gorgeous venue overall. So yeah. That leads me to my final question, which is, if you were performing at this venue and you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, um, on that stage, who would it be? Oh, um, that's a good question. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love to collaborate with Lenny Kravitz because, um, or Chris Cornell, he'd be awesome. Um, Chris, obviously, just because he's like, he's amazing. Um, and Lenny Kravitz, because he's just so cool. Um, he's amazing, but just really, really like, 
he plays so many instruments, you know, um, we'd be doing a gig and I'd just be like, all right, Lenny, um, just hop on the drums for a sec. <laughs> oh, we need bass, just hop on the bass for a sec. And he can just play so many instruments. Um, so yeah, like either Chris Cornell or, or Lenny Kravitz would be really cool. We could do both and have a super group, but does that work? Super group, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you guys could have your dream rider, what would be on that rider? Um, uh, lots of vegan food, lots of really nice vegan food, vegan ice cream, obviously alcohol, um, and like, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not really that hard to please when it comes to riders. Jeez. Like when, when you're touring around the UK, you're lucky if you get like a, a soft drink, you know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, like um, just food would be nice, but but vegan food. Yeah, I'm pretty like easy going when it comes to riders. But maybe like the more my music progresses, I'll start asking for like the like the the red Smarties um, with all the, <laughs> the others taken out. Yeah. I'll start like up, up in my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? What can they do? They can follow me. Like I'm online most places. If you just search, um, if you just put my name into Google, Izzy Thomas official, or just Izzy Thomas, like all my socials will come up like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and I also have a Patreon page where um, I basically make uh, content every month um i'll be uploading um actually in a, in a couple of days i'll be uploading a behind the scenes video of um of when we were recording the single everybody wants something oh, um okay. so yeah my patrons will be getting like a the, they'll almost be like a flyer on the wall just seeing everything that um that like was was going on when we were producing the record and um like when people are a Patreon, they have like a little bit more of a say in kind of what I do. So um, I'll be like, oh, guys, do you think I should put this out or this out publicly? And they'll vote and stuff. So it's it's really cool. And it's a really nice way of just being a bit more connected with your fans. And um, and the support that I've had has been amazing. So big, yes. like um, big shout out to anyone who's a, a patron of myself. And anyone who would like to become a Patreon, um, again, it's just Izzy Thomas official on Patreon. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for um, giving up the time to chat with us this afternoon. Um, and hopefully when all this is over, we can get you down into the studio properly um, and do a proper session. Yeah, that'd be wicked. Awesome. Thank you so much again. Yeah, lovely to meet you. Big love to the, um, to the Alpha group. <laughs> Will do, definitely. Sick of the way you ruin my day. Sick of the way you.
always held my mistakes I feel lots under my stomach I feel like I should say something something get out I can't to me.